record, okay, record and everyone clap. clap. <laughs> wow, we were all out of sync. That's gonna be really okay. Cool. One, two, three, clap, and then we clap on that. <laughs> one, two, three, okay, well, <laughs> clap. <laughs> Did that no, work? Did that work? Didn't work at all. Whatever, whatever. No, Mark, yeah, Mark will do his magic. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Tokusatsu Network podcast, an extension of the Tokusatsu Network website, but you've probably figured that part out already. Anyway, I am your moderator for tonight, Mike Dent, and joining me, it's kind of surrounding the sort of internet round table, is we have Yaz, Ew. we have George. I don't care anymore, just don't <laughs> Shut up, George, you're gonna ruin everything! <clears throat> anyway. Hi, pay no attention to that. Hey, we got Kevin. I've been practicing my transformation pose all day, and it's still not working. Oh, <laughs> we believe in you, man. And and last but not least, we have Nick. Hi, Cooney. We got Cooney. How dare you? Like absolutely. I mean, like, like, like I don't even care. I don't even <laughs> no. care. Like, like, start the podcast without me. I'm like totally fine. This never would have happened under George's reign. <laughs> Did you notice I went to American there? Was that American? Is that what you call that? Was that American? <laughs> the totally was totally American. <laughs> oh, anyway, so? anyway, 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 but that way. Anyway, I'm I'm, I'm here too. So if anyone. Yes, and Cooney's here as well. Everybody, round of applause for Cooney. Round of applause for Cooney. Everybody, round of applause for Cooney. A resident drama queen. Anyway, oh this episode. <laughs> <laughs> so this episode, uh, amidst the laughter that's been going on, um, this is our kind of our year end spectacular. As we kind of take a look back and look at all the awesome things that happened. Because, well, admittedly, there was a lot of crap that went wrong this year. A horrible, miserable bile of toxic negativity that just kind of blotted out the sun for a little while there that's every year well well, yeah but this year especially this will 2014 will go down as the year of trash in my opinion but in the midst of this there was a a shining glimmer of hope amidst the the trash pile and mostly for the tokusatsu fandom and which is really cool so you're referring to common rider gaim of course well i will say that eventually but Uh. you know stop being that guy in the middle of the panel who's just snapping demanding us to talk about car ranger man i swear to god this podcast is just us kind of taking a step back and looking at the year and just reflecting on these amazing things that have happened. But first, before we go on, I do kind of want to take just a look at Tokunet as a whole, because we've done some really awesome things here, guys. I mean, not to toot our own horn here, but, like, I mean, right now we're sitting at, like, something like 4,000 likes on Facebook, and this just being all blowing up within one year. I mean, how do you guys feel about that? It's all right. It's cool. (laughs) I'm so happy. (laughs) Here at the Tokusatsu Network, we are incredibly humble. (laughs) (laughs) No, yeah, yeah, we gotta be serious. It's it's pretty great. The, uh, uh, gosh, what do I say? See, I I wish I'd prepared. Okay, moving hastily (laughs) along, then, Kevin, you blew it. They should have sent a poet. (laughs) No, we're seriously gonna I am. I'm actually thrilled that our fans have 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 uh, uh, backed us uh, so so much, and it, it just really goes to show that um, what just a few years ago 
um, something had, that had been, you know, tokusatsu as a whole had pretty much been a very niche audience. And this year we've seen such an outpouring of support in uh, tokusatsu. It's becoming huge in the West. I mean, we've even this year got an official uh, DVD release of Zoo Ranger uh, in, in, in subtitled in English. So we're starting to see something that we never thought would happen here. And uh, so the outpouring of support for tokusatsu fans in the West is just absolutely fantastic. And we, we thank you for supporting Tokusatsu Network. We really thank you for doing this. And for those of you who are in the industry out there, um, yes, you have a fan base. Please give us more. We, we will pay Well, actually, money. talking about that precisely, um, <clears throat> Tom and I haven't had the chance to actually talk to the people we have interviewed, which is uh, quite a big, uh, you know, uh, achievement <laughs> by itself. I mean, one thing is, you know, well, first of all, we, we have interviewed the first official, um, well, you know, uh, <laughs> sorry, I love that. No, it's all right, take two. Uh, no, 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 well, I mean, having interviewed Robert Baldwin, having interviewed, um, well, Ray Fujita, the, the interview that we just released, having interviewed, uh, I mean, the interview that are, the interviews that are coming uh, <clears throat> in the future, uh, this, we, we have talked to them, and we have tell, told them that, that there is a, a big fandom outside of Japan, and they are actually quite surprised. So I think well I mean that that that's uh, <clears throat> that means that well they they're not that that well informed but that also means <laughs> that uh, well now that they they're realizing and they're accepting these interviews they're they're willing to do it and they're they're enthusiastic about promoting uh, the genre outside of the, of the of Japan is is a good sign that uh, well they're realizing there is a market there and that uh, well well the best is to come mm. yeah I just think it's crazy that this many people like look at our site and refer to our site as far as like news and you know other stories and reviews and whatnot like it's it's kind of crazy that in a year we've gotten this much traction and it's all because of the support of like the fandom you know and yeah i just i just think it's great and i think i'm excited for the stuff we're gonna do within the next year or so and I can't wait to just, you know, let them see. I'm just surprised at how much we've grown. We started out with a handful of members, and now we're like 15 or 16 members uh, strong. And we've, you know, managed to reach over a million views. We've interviewed Sentai Rez, which in my, in my mind is a gigantic achievement. So I'm just really excited for what the second year holds. And I'm just really happy the fact that now we are kind of 15 strong. We can finally form Vehicle Voltron and save the universe. I guess you all have mostly covered it, but it is really humbling that we have this many people, you know, reading and enjoying our work. And yeah, it's awesome. We're awesome, obviously. (laughs) And very humble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What are you talking about? So humble. No, but that's 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 one thing that people need to understand while listening to us. We may not be that enthusiastic about it or not that emotional because it's really something that has not uh, we have not yet realized entirely. This is something that we do daily. We talk to each other daily. This is this has become a thing that we do every day, and it, this has been something that you know it's little by little just. You know, doing things, each other putting, uh, you know, a little effort into what we do. And it's such such a, uh, you know, result of teamwork that maybe we as individuals don't feel 
that it's it's such a big thing. But I think you guys, I mean, the people, my my Tokusatsu Network fellows, Mike, George, Kevin, yes, Nick, we need to realize that, uh, yeah, I mean, what we have achieved is, is really big. We should be proud of ourselves. And I think we should give, um, we should be thankful to the fandom, of course, but also be thankful to what we have done, to the effort we have put, to the commitment we have had. Mm-hmm. And for that, I think, instead of giving me a round of applause for some uh, bad joke <laughs> that Mike uh, made, <laughs> we should give a round of applause to the fandom, to the people who listen, to the people who, who, who visit the site, and to, to the team. So And to the industry members who, who have been so kind in, in, in meeting and... In- yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely, definitely. All right, with that, let us dive into the year. Do, 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 do. This is where the clever music would be kicking in. Do, 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 do. I don't know. I, I'm still figuring out. Find some clever music. I will find you the cleverest of music. stuff come out but i think the thing that we were all talking about is i guess you could call 2014 well i do can refer to it as the year of trash it's also the year of the orange <laughs> of course for those playing at home uh we are of course talking about common writer game which uh wrapped up um early a couple of months ago and um it's shockwave is still kind of being felt in a couple of places um guess let me get your thoughts on it everybody that was a legitimate well, cost, to, though. You understand? You understand? We did a two-hour podcast, uh, which you can delightfully listen to on our website. Uh, episode about Rider. two. Um, yes, episode two. Uh, but so, so most of our feelings there. But yeah, Common Rider Gaim was w- w- was fantastic. It, it was something I think that. Uh, you know, going back and reflecting on it, I see so many of the old series reflected in there. We have elements of, you know, the the whole seeking godhood plot. We have elements of Common Rider Black. We have, you know, all kinds of these fantastic things. Uh, they really kind of pulled out the, the stops in, in making it a, a more adult series. I don't know necessarily how the how the kids felt about it, but uh, it, it really drew attention, I think, back to Common Rider uh, once again. Um, and, uh, I, I will say one other thing too, is that a lot of people were very hesitant about how drive was going to be when they went into it. And I'm actually really thrilled with that. I'm, I'm enjoying that as well. Were people really hesitant about it? I, I saw a lot of excitement. I mean, it had Sanjo people, people love him from Kyoto and double. It had that producer from Kyoto Um, it just looked like a fantastic show. So I saw nothing but like positive uh, vibes for it. People didn't want Gaim to end was the thing. So, yes. Oh, I still don't Gaim. want it to end. Well, we've got the side story movie coming. Two yeah, different we... styles yes. of writing. Uh, I mean, Sanjo said from the beginning that it was going to be episodic. Uh, Double was a heavily episodic uh, series. Mm. And, uh, well, Kyoujo, I mean, being Sentai has to, it needs to be a certain degree of episodic. But, uh, I mean, you cannot compare it to Gaim writing-wise. Gaim was had really clear arcs. I mean, in comparison, like, you cannot call a uh, game an episodic series. Oh, not at all. So, I mean, you know, that, I mean, you cannot compare that. I mean, it would be a bit unfair. First of all, to, I mean, we, we, fresh, having a uh, game and it's ending and it's fantastic writing fresh in our minds, just, you know, trying to expect the same from Drive. 
so far we have had 11 episodes, I think. Yeah, like yeah. 11 after, I guess. This well, by the time we are recording this. Yeah. <laughs> when it started out, it was one of those shows that um, had a lot of hype because of the writer. And I saw the first few episodes and it, it was strange because while it, it didn't outwardly seem like something super awesome right from the get-go there was never a point where i was bored with the show or where i didn't have hope that it would become you know something as great as it ended up becoming it definitely changed the formula a bit like it definitely switched up the formula for how common writer was written at least for that year and um it's the first show in a long time that actually felt like event tv where yeah. every week's every like people were glued to like their monitors or whatever and mm. there was a bunch of discussion about Kamen Rider Gain, and it was something that we were all watching and it was something that uh, I mean there's not very many shows where um, a majority of the fandom is you know into it or is on the same page with it um, I know there's a lot of people who you know don't like it for whatever reason but it seemed like for the most part people dig Gaim for one reason or another. And mm -hmm. it's just fun to have like one of those type of shows, you know, once in a while. I think the right. last time that happened was with, I guess, Double would probably be the last one that... I would say Double. Like, like sort of people who are kind of like, um, like would say that about O's a little bit, but I know some people who tuned out of that. I tuned out of that for a little bit. Yeah. yeah but then I came back and I loved it. Yeah, but... O's didn't win me over until about the second, like kind of like a little bit afterwards. But mm -hmm. um, yeah, I mean, there, I would always just kind of casually joke with people that this was like the Japanese Game of Thrones. <laughs> it, it really was. I actually have a coworker that, that uh, that's into Game of Thrones and and, and kind of looks down upon uh, uh, spandex karate men shows. Oh, of course. Uh, <laughs> I showed him Gaim and he he was really impressed with the storyline in there. The only complaint he had was that he had to read the subtitles, but. That that was a minor thing. Oh but, man, yeah, he, he whoa, loved the whoa, whoa, was the world. So hold <laughs> on, they're arrogant enough to not like Common Rider, but they're not arrogant enough to be all high and mighty about subtitles. Yeah, <laughs> that's a little yeah. weird to me. Oh, <laughs> oh my goodness! All right, and did everyone get a chance to see Common uh, uh, Rider Wars at all, or? Uh, uh, no, sorry. I haven't. You're talking about the new film, of course, that just released. Oh, yeah. The um, well, there's the show versus Heisei. I mean, yeah, Tyson. Uh, yeah, yeah. show versus Heisei. I did see it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think it. as a film, it was it kind of delivered on just about everything we wanted, but that ending just kind of it it split us down the middle. <laughs> I think it was just too much in one in one movie. Like there was too there's many too plot, many characters too many, to give a plot line to. Yeah. But isn't it always too much? I mean, I, 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 I don't think everyone, I mean, not everyone is going to agree with me, but have you seen like any well-written, well-rounded uh, movie, Tyson? Nope. I really like the first one. Really uh, go on those those are always overhyped. Mega they are Mac. sugary. They are really uh, loud and colorful. Uh, I think, I mean, for the products that we have had in the past, mm -hmm. It was well done. I mean, I don't know why people still expect uh, something. I mean, like, like like what took place in the series in the movie, <laughs> with so much ridiculousness and time traveling and stuff. Well, it's because we want to believe, man. We just we just want to believe. 
No, yeah, but I mean, you know, expect uh, expect it for what it is. Enjoy it for what it is, and and yeah, I think we can assess it for what it is and give it a. I mean, you know, <clears throat> I would I would say that it's definitely a step forward from previous movie Tysons that we've had. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Me too. That's, that's the films. What, that's what I mean exactly. They are getting better. They seem to be getting better, at least. By the way, the kid MacGuffin. <laughs> I did. Anyone else just like stop and laugh? They're. <laughs> when, like when the reveal happened because <laughs> slight spoilers for those at home but those, don't worry this doesn't ruin anything of the movie because there was nothing to ruin about the movie there was nothing to spoil really so you have like sort of the main you know MacGuffin kid who keeps appearing and his main story is that he gets into an argument with his mom leaves the house and in the back of a cab takes a selfie of himself holding up a sign <laughs> saying I hate you mom <laughs> and then gets hit by a truck. But that's not the best part, folks. The best part of the whole thing well, tough, is the yeah. fact that the mo- the only picture of him that the mother still has is the selfie of him holding up the sign saying, I hate you. <laughs> yeah, I really am going to miss Gaim, but at the same time, I'm really glad about Drive. I mean, Drive has been just a lot of fun. Consistently entertaining. I love the the mystery aspect of it and the fact that it's you know it's very easy in a film to or in, in a common writer series uh to say that uh uh it's always a guy it's always a monster that did it but and that's what I thought was going to happen but it's not always a monster that did it which is one of the most fascinating things about it sometimes a monster is involved but the culprit is actually a very human person it was really Mr. Peabody over at the old amusement park the whole time. He was wearing a mask and scaring them off to try to uh, uh, to keep his land. Oh, yeah. Right? Do we never liked him from the start. Oh, yeah, because, I mean, there was, like, <laughs> that pirate gold underneath. Yeah, so Despite all that, yes. all that goodness and all that deepness, I'm going to go on record as saying I don't really like Drive. Um, I am I am with George. I've seen... Me too. Me too. Like, what does it lose here? And I am incredibly bored with the show. And honestly, I think it's just because I've watched quite a few uh, Japanese police dramas in the past, and I've never been a fan of them, and I went into Drive with that fear that it would just bore me and lose me, and that's exactly what happened. <laughs> and see, I'm on the other end of the spectrum. I'm still hoping for my Drive Ibo crossover. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what... My problem is precisely that, uh, and well, forgive me for the word, that half-assed mystery thing. Yes. About finding the motive of the I will, I don't know who I it will was. admit. I mean, yeah. I don't think there is room for, for that kind of writing in a show like that. If you're going to do it a procedural, then make it more mysterious and darker. I mean, because it needs it. I'm not that kind of person. I, I want my series darker. But it's, it's, I mean, for this kind of, um, for a whodunit, there, there needs to be certain tension that, that Drive just doesn't have. Everybody's too goofy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, oh. Speaking about Goofy, I, I want to mention, how the Uh-oh. hell do you make toy cars seem more toyetic than toy fruits? That's that's buttons on someone. You you make them you make them alive is what you do. Yeah, that's like I know this is Tokusatsu, but that's a threshold that I just I could not get near. I'll put it this way: at least we don't have like five versions of an ending theme where they're all CG kawaii versions of themselves. Dance and yeah, exactly. Just be thankful we do not have that. Yeah, <laughs> you say that now. Oh, that's <laughs> going to be the hyper right. battle no, video. No, 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 okay, no, I, I will say that I just I don't care about any of the characters in the show. 
like at all. Yeah. Like Shinosuke should be like I don't know something like <laughs> he has all the parts and he looks really cool and I like the suit and I don't care at all about them. And this is like in his defense though, are you um I think you need to wait for the movie to come out. Okay. Because we we I mean if you have if you have been tuned in, we uh, posted the summary because we had the chance to go to a press screening. We saw the movie, uh, Tom at a Decarena and I, and uh, there is quite a lot of character development there. The movie is. Should I talk about the movie? Let's not. Talk yeah, let's not talk about. Yeah, don't, but, yeah, don't, don't, that, yeah. Read the article. But, but, I mean, I, I, I can tell you that, that I mean, you can find. Uh, some endearing qualities uh, in the characters in that movie. The driver. It shouldn't. It shouldn't be that I have to watch the movie to un- well, yeah, that, that, yeah, to, that's, that's to thing, like yeah. the character more. And right. And for me, like the fact that his partner is alive took a lot of wind out of that sail for me. Like his whole guilt that trip, did, you know, yeah, the accident yeah. with his partner, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it's like, oh, his partner's just recovering in the hospital. I'm like, why are you well, so PG, emotional? PG. You're PG. Yeah. But we've had people Last die. year we had, like, again, everyone yeah, died. Yeah, people Japanese died. Game of Thrones. Yes. <laughs> I just want people to die again, and I know how that sounds. <laughs> 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 yeah, well, you have adding to this drama. That's the dog no, that's I'm the talking about. Need, that's that's yeah. Not people to die. Just, there needs to be some kind of tension, like, uh, like Kuni said. There needs tension. I feel like what's going to happen after the movie and once certain characters are introduced, we're probably going to have like, I could see them trying to ramp it up like this, this uh, arc that's going on right now. Um, it just feels like suddenly like they're trying to raise the stakes up a little bit. So maybe it's them trying to implement that because they see it's not like the, if the two episode arcs aren't really working. Mm. Um, Cause I mean, cause if you really think about it, this upcoming things like a three parter, I mean, if, yeah, so hopefully, hopefully we can, maybe we'll get some kind of retune, but I don't know, like, I just still managed to have a lot of fun with it, it's, I still like the design work, I mean, it's absolutely fantastic. Oh, well, the designs are beautiful. Though. Oh, yeah, like, that, Plex just knocked it out of the park. That confirms my uh, theory that if I like the design initially, the show's gonna suck. <laughs> <laughs> if you want Exhibit A, it is Wizard. <laughs> oh man, wizard! Oh my God. Fies. I mean, for me, it would be Fies then, because oh, yeah. I didn't. Because yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, sorry. Like, I'm sorry. I think I feel that like I love Fies from every oh, aspect. Okay, I'm, yeah, I'm gonna I'm, I'm, I'm gonna get shot in the face next time we play Left 4 Dead. I swear to God. But but no, it's um yeah. For me, it's Fies and Kabuto because like I love those shows from a pure design aesthetic. I just mm. don't like the story. Really? Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> I mean, I'm with you on Kabuto, but Fies, man. I appreciate you. Well, <laughs> it's okay. Warner, I'm gonna, okay. I'm, I'm gonna get, yeah, I'm gonna get shot in no, the no, face. No, 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 Mike it's is okay. right. It's okay. That I mean, you know, plurality. That's what it is about. <laughs> speaking, of, speaking of of, of uh, things that'll make you grimace. Uh, how about that Power Rangers Megaforce, you guys? Um, <laughs> I mean, I what is there to say about that? They still make. Y'all have fun with that. They still make. They managed to go under Gosage. I'm going to shut up. Yeah, shut up. Shut up. 
I was wondering what we're talking about. No, we're not talking about the super awesome 1980s action flick. Uh, no, we're talking about Power Rangers Megaforce, which, by the way, if you have the opportunity to watch Megaforce, go watch it, because it proves that the, always the good guys win, even in the 80s. Anyways. Okay. People, are, people are furiously Googling right well, now. Not. I saw, like, a handful of episodes, and I don't really remember anything about it, so that's my take. I feel so bad for the the cast because I feel like what it is is when I when I went to Power Morphicon um, this year, which was absolutely fantastic. Everyone should go. Um, it's it's just a shame because like you see them in in interviews in public and they're so fun and awesome and energetic together. And I'm like, why can't you emote like this in the show? I believe they're probably told to act in a certain yeah. Way that's the running series. Yeah. I think people say that uh, Samurai Yellow at one point said her director basically told her to act if she's, as if she's talking down to three-year-olds. But I mean, who is to blame on that? In that case, though, I'm I'm curious about that. Is it the producer or the director? Then? It's pro- no, no. That's probably producer mandate. It's probably I would say it's that, producer yeah, mandate. Yeah, because that, that, that's what that was my first guess. Because I, as a director, you, I mean, if you're competent, you cannot do that there, there must be some external pressure to, to help them do that there has to be i yeah. mean because they want oh, to keep yeah. it you know as safe as possible you gotta sell those toys and you gotta sell them at toys R Us. Oh, uh so uh speaking of producers uh again this is kind of slightly off topic but i am actually like hugely looking forward to dino charge does anyone else there with me oh dude yeah i would the one thing that's making me more um excited for dino charge is if you follow their like um, social media stuff, they seem like they've already clicked as friends. Like whereas like mm. with Megaforce, I mean, we, I don't know if I didn't pay attention that much. I guess back then, back when they seem like they're cool friends, but it seemed like they sort of took a while. Whereas these guys, they seem like they just got on like immediately. Also, for some reason, they don't like to wear shirts. I don't. <laughs> like every every it, picture they've shown, they'd have no shirt on. Yeah, they're really kind of um, you know showing off there. Uh, if you really want to see something gratuitous, uh, go check out the Facebook page of <laughs> Blue Diamond Charge Ranger. Because <laughs> that's uh, Yoshi Sidarso. Yep. Yeah, I mean, yep. you'll, you'll go to his page, and suddenly it's just like you know, like okay, all of a sudden everyone's talking about okay, politics, politics, comic stuff, abs. <laughs> I'm actually really excited about seeing, uh, you know, I, I will confess that, that there's a picture out there uh, of Guy Ikari uh, from uh, Gokaiger uh, with hipster glasses photoshopped on saying, Power Rangers, I only watch the Japanese version. That's that's me. That's me, been me for a long time. But I actually am really excited to see this, partially because Yoshi Sidarsa, who plays uh, the uh, Dino Charge Blue Ranger, uh he actually is really apparently into Tokusatsu yeah. and has seen mm-hmm. original Kyoto. Yeah, there so is a video of him really cool. doing the uh, Kyoto dance for the original producer. Actually, yeah, he saw Mr. the Page. ninja suits before anybody else did. Yeah. Oh wow. Oh, he did. He did. He got it right. I'm also excited because at least two of them seem like they're actual martial artists, mm-hmm. which I'm I'm hoping they actually utilize this time because um, I forget what's his name. Azim, something. Right. Yeah, uh, huh? Yeah, you played. Um, yeah, you played. Megafor- was it uh, Megaforce, Megaforce Black, Black or whatever? Megaforce Green. Um, 
he's like he was really in, he's really a big like parkour guy i guess you could say and they utilize that for like maybe two episodes and then oh there was a embarrassingly bad fight that they did with with the, like ben where it's like all of a sudden he just punches a guy and it's just like a weird snap at it and like like the guy's gone flying as if it was like a koichi sakamoto <laughs> moment like so yeah i don't know it's it's it i'm just hoping that there's like you know some actual martial arts and and they actually focus on the characters and not just do what megaforce did where they have like five minutes of the actors actually yeah, acting I, and then like the rest of the episode is just you know sentai footage mixed with like um let's American just see story. how they act though <laughs> no i mean I, that's, I mean not yeah. that much of a you know an issue but you need they yeah. need to be at least a bit competent yeah yeah exactly what was that famous quote about uh, uh, um, yeah that famous quote <laughs> yeah the, there, was, there was a thing uh, about um, uh, they told um, I can't <laughs> they told da- sorry let me get my thoughts together they told Jason David Frank that uh, uh, he said well I don't have any acting training they said we'll just keep kicking like that and we'll teach you how yeah to <laughs> Oh, we're talking about that level of acting, right? Yeah. Yeah. His acting school is kicking. Well, kicking and just being oh. like, oh, oh my God, guys. <laughs> yeah, see? <laughs> um, question about, about Megaforce. Has anyone yeah. actually seen the like finale or like the quote-unquote legendary war? Yep. I did. What was it? I did. I haven't seen it. Oh, okay. I haven't had All right. Any, I haven't had any... Like, motivation to it's, watch it, and I've seen clips of it, and it doesn't look like anything happened. It's, I took a bullet for a lot of people, and I, I watched it. It was um, that special, Mike. Yeah, that that's that's me. That's my my superpower. Um, so what they actually did is instead of doing the full blown like super mode fight where like in Go Kaiser where everyone's busting out like their super modes that they were like were wondering like for the entire series why aren't you using them. Um, like that awesome fight, they cut down to the bare minimum to like the teams that we knew about, splicing some new footage. No, wait, they suddenly they, uh, did end up adding that in the uh, extended one, one, didn't they? they oh, uh, oh, no, that was in the original, if I remember right. Was it? Yeah, because I'm, I'm not sure. Because yeah, because they had um, whatever Insarn's American name was, like the her fight, which got recut with um, Money Morphin Red as opposed to um, was it Vol Eagle. And then after they clear out all of the main sort of villains, it's the Legend War is just leftover grunts. Yeah, that that was the worst. Leftover <laughs> grunts. To me, I it, like I think if it had been done a little bit better, it would have been kind of a cool like, ha you're screwed now, death. And then that could have been a cool thing. But it was just mop up. That's all. So there was no stakes. That's exactly what it felt like. Yeah. And so um, the Legend War itself, it's I mean, it lasts all five minutes. There are some cool things that Sakamoto injected in, but it wasn't like a lot. How is this not a twenty-minute fight? I don't know. Like I would have, I would have even liked that. If, like I don't know, and that's been the kind of the main complaint with the season. It's just this was supposed to be an anniversary season, and there was just no like respect to it at all whatsoever. It was just let's just churn this out, let's sell the mm. Ranger toys. You know, let's get these ranger keys out. Let's do some more Zord Builder components, and all, and we'll just focus on the legacy stuff because MMPR is really where the money's at. Well, I, I guess. guess if you if we if you followed the whole journey of like you know the casting of the legendary rangers and you know their trip to 
you know, their three-day trip to New Zealand and all that, I guess you really shouldn't expect much from this yeah, episode. Yeah. But yeah. still. It's like, I guess it's the, the equivalent of knowing Santa Claus isn't real and then showing up to the mall as opposed to taking, like, your little brother or your kid and, and like, that, that whole experience. Because, like, maybe because we know coming in all the bullshit. Mm-hmm. Santa Claus isn't real. Wait, what? I'm sorry, guys. It's just... Hold on. <laughs> I'm ending this podcast right now. <laughs> well, guys, it was fun. I'm going to bleep that bit in here. Bleep everything. Anyway. But um, speaking of miracles, I, I, look my wonderful transitions again. Space Sheriff Next. Space Sheriff Next Generation. Oh, my goodness. This was a thing that happened this, year, this past year that I really just... There are so many people who I want to buy drinks for um, <laughs> <laughs> because of this thing. And uh, also, yeah, I guess was it, we should just call it Space Sheriff Space Next Generation um, featuring Tom and Cooney. <laughs> Tom and Yellow, I am wearing a, a blue curly wig. wig. <laughs> you guys look glorious. Tom kind of looked like... Tom kind of looked like Ali G. It did, exactly. It's probably intentional, but yes. So what you're saying is what we could totally do is take those characters from that and spin them off into their own TV show. Okay, absolutely. Get on, we'll be interested. Yeah. Okay, okay, guys, we are announcing our new Kickstarter. No. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so um, but yeah, what did you guys think before I gush on about this for like two hours? Everybody's seen both because I've only seen the first one. I've seen both, yeah. I've only seen... I've seen both. I've seen both, and I've seen Kushida Akira sing live. The man is a god. The man is 66, and you... I mean, I couldn't believe just how... how well he has kept his voice. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's the same voice that sung the Sun Vulcan theme. And he didn't... Of course, he didn't use playback, but it was amazing. He was this little old man, and you can see him. He's quite small. Yeah. But but the voice, the voice, I mean, that's something I was looking forward to say to you people. That man is a real singer. I mean, it, it, it was amazing. It was amazing. So mm. jealous. Yeah, I know. Same here. I remember, like, I had friends in France when he showed up at Cartoonist, and they actually went up to him in line and sang the Gavon theme to him. And I'm like, I love you guys, and I hate you so much at the exact same time. <laughs> Why can I have been born in Europe? That's a good question. Does he still have the crazy hair and everything? Yeah, yeah. Everything, everything. Um, I, I am a huge fan of uh, all of the Metal Heroes series, but particularly uh, the original three, uh, Space Sheriffs. And uh, I was, at, you know, I actually am one of the few, I think, that will actually say that I, I kind of enjoyed the Gavin movie. Uh, get out. I enjoyed it. Just get out right now. I enjoyed it. it. Let him speak. Yeah, yeah. I enjoyed it for what it was, and having Kenji Oba and they really sold it to me. Everyone always quotes the scene as uh, when he, uh, the first scene where he drives in in the jeep and starts punching monsters for like five minutes. That's fantastic, uh, and then also the scene where he starts punching. Uh, 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 Gavin type G for like five <laughs> minutes. So uh, I guess having uh, uh, anything with Kenji Oba punching people for five minutes, uh, and, and this movie had about ten minutes of punching. So I suppose that's great. But back on to the uh, uh, Sherry Van and Scheider films. Um, these movies were incredibly violent. 
I mean, Tom, Tom was absolutely – he said he, he cautioned people that th- these movies are not for kids. Not at all uh, They're incredibly violent. Um, and yeah, I think having Sakamoto in there definitely worked for – his directorial style really worked for these. Uh, uh, and even uh, Scheider, uh, which as we all know, if you have a moment, uh, uh, dear listeners, please make sure you go out to YouTube and search for – Scheider Strangeness. <laughs> it's about 50. Yeah, uh, some of you guys are laughing. Especially, do please do this during the Christmas holidays, because and you'll you'll see why when when I tell you this. Um, uh, but basically, it's about 15 minutes of psychotic scenes from from Scheider, uh, including uh, a dwarf playing a flute, um, a house going absolutely insane. Uh, a, a dog attacking a small child for no reason because a dwarf <laughs> is playing a flute. Wait. Uh, and the best one, uh, spoilers, um, Santa Claus being crucified upside down while people uh, perform a satanic ritual yep. uh, to worship. Oh, that's course. basically the show. No, yeah, Shider yeah. is such an acid trip. Yeah, Shider is on so much Shider is psychotic. And the movie oh, captured that perfectly. Them. It even had the... It even had the mysterious song. Yeah, well, yeah. and they, plus they made so many references. Like, uh, but to be yes. fair, like um, the entire Space Sheriff series is on so much crap. Yeah, um, like there's the, the two episodes. <laughs> no, the episode in Gavon, which starts out as, "Oh man, this girl's suffering from heat stroke. I have to get her to the hospital." And then suddenly, <laughs> ninjas and bullet time clowns and psychotic pandas in furry suits and mm-hmm. the sky on fire. Yeah, it's. But I'm so glad that they were able to. Maintain that madness. Um, and Scheider, I think, I it's, it's like I think Sharvan Next Generation had probably the stronger story, but I think that uh-huh. Scheider had Scheider had a lot going on for it, but I think I had more fun with Scheider than I did with Sharvan. Mm. Well, Scheider was best cast, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, definitely. definitely. Yeah. They couldn't have picked a better person for yeah, that. Definitely, and definitely. Especially, although to me, uh, I think Tammy kind of stole the show a little bit. Yeah, um, yeah. Shider's partner, yeah, yeah, his Man, girlfriend, yeah. Well, I, I mean, really... I like the fact that they they made the the romance blatant. I yeah. really like that, but it was not suggested or or anything like that. I mean, they were it was a, really a little, quarreling they they. couple of of two mental cases. <laughs> <laughs> That's putting it lightly. Oh, and um, the that's... soundtrack, people! You need to watch this movie. The soundtrack is beautiful. All the tracks have been remastered. Oh, all the, your cool. favorite tracks. I mean, because that's that's the thing that you, we need we need to balance about the space sheriffs. It may be an acid trip and may not be for everyone, but it sounds gorgeous. It's a fantastic yes, show. Yes, one of the best scores I've ever seen for any any TV show in general. Yeah. and uh, also if you have a chance to listen to hear to listen to the um, the new song, the, I mean the one that that Kushida sang song sang uh, at the premiere. Space Sheriff Next Generation, that was written by the same author that wrote the, the yeah, other three. Yeah, Shume Watanabe yeah. is a pioneer. He's an institution. I mean, and, and it, it, the, the, the music has his, his characteristic seal, and it's one of the best in, I mean, in the genre and in, ter- in TV in general for me. One of the best soundtracks I've ever heard. Mm, yeah. Uh, but, oh, by the way, disclaimer, the Tokusatsu Network is no way endorsed by Columbia by Columbia Music or Jimmy Watanabe. Aren't we, though? But, but seriously, go buy it. Uh, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're just totally biased. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we, we, we are biased as hell with this one. But no. Um, but yeah, I mean, 
I think it was one of the better things to come out of the year there. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually hoping that it brings enough interest back in Metal Heroes that they're considering doing a little bit more in there. I would love to see them pick up some of the other series, Jamperson, you know... Um, Jamperson Next Generation? Kevin actually, you're echoing what Sakamoto said about that. He said it... Uh, he has said it in interviews all the time. He put a lot of effort in the, in the in the series because he liked them a lot, and he wanted them to be hits because he wanted to continue doing this kind of thing. I mean, to encourage producers to believe in this kind of project. Mm-hmm. So, um, well, I don't know if it's going to be another metal hero or if it's going to just continue with the uh, space, space sheriff uh, legend. But, uh, well, I think yeah. I mean, and it's been it's sold out. The first the first edition sold out. In Amazon. Oh, okay. in the so, I don't, I don't, I don't see them moving beyond space sheriffs just because those are the most iconic images people have. Of. There's, there's a way to do it, and I feel like, I mean, they, what I feel like the the right formula for that is they would have to do something like um, Gara Makai Senki, where it was like, where that show was, he had a loose arc, but it kept going between different characters kind of throughout the franchise at that point. So, like, you'd have a couple episodes with Geki, then you have a couple episodes with Kai, and then you have a couple episodes with Shu, and then maybe you have, like, a loose arc or a couple of mini arcs kind of, w- like, going throughout. Yeah. I, and then like, sometimes they come together. Yeah, in my head, that only really works with Space Share, so. You, yeah. Well, I, I get the feeling they're testing the waters right now because there are a, a kind of side story here. Uh-oh. Um, yeah. There are a ton of references to Win Specter in Common Rider Drive. Oh, uh, all kinds of references. Yeah. All kinds of they, they almost yes. look like uh, car transformation. Win Specter, Soul Brain, and and uh, Exceed Draft. There, there's all kinds of references to that in in, in the series. Uh, the most obvious one is the scenes where he transforms in his car, yeah. which is a red car. He presses the button, gives the thumbs up, and transforms. It's just like he's doing the plus. Uh, yeah, yeah. just yeah. like I mean, you just. Like you said, yes, it's mm-hmm. I remember what, yeah, seeing that, and I'm just like, everyone at Team Tokunet is probably freaking out right now. Yeah. But yeah. Um, let's see, speaking of freaking out, I thought that we not only had licensed Garo, but we also had Ultraman and Crunchyroll. I mean, I think that was like the nice sort of cherry on top. It's a little shocking that we did yeah. that. Yeah, I'm well, whole we blown didn't away. Do that. No, that Crunchyroll did that, but yes. Yeah, for, for the unaware, um, not only is um, Garo the animation or Garo the Carved Seal Flames or whatever. Is it Carved Seal Flames? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay. They always yeah. have such long titles. Yeah. All right, so uh, yeah, so Garo the Animation has been licensed by Funimation. It's currently streaming right now. Episodes on Hulu and also on Funimation.com. And then also uh, Ultraman, is starting to appear on Crunchyroll. So now we've got Max, Mabius, Leo, and 80 as of this recording. And watch, just to spite us all, like on Christmas Day, we'll find out that they got like Tiga or something. Oh, damn them to hell. I'd watch that. <laughs> you think you would. No, but it's great because, I mean, no, it's not were. a one-off. It's a tendency, what we're seeing here. Oh, man. Let me tell y'all a little something um, about Leo. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> right. Can I just say, like, watching, like, your tweets and statuses about Leo <laughs> yeah. Yaz have just been hilarious, because I'm like, that's the exact reaction I had when I first saw the show. Dude, Dan does not give a crap. I feel so bad for, like, rewatching it now, like, I'm noticing things I never noticed before, like, because the setup of the show is that you have Ultra 7, a.k.a. Dan Roboshi, he gets the crap kicked out of him by two monsters, like, his leg broken, and he's unable to transform for some reason, because I guess the, the leg bone is connected to the eye thing. Um, 
So <laughs> no connection there. there, yeah. <laughs> to back him up, you have the um, the very green rookie hotshot Ultraman Leo who shows up, and he's like, and they have kind of like this mentor student relationship going on, and. The problem is, is that formula kind of goes on for quite some time. And I think Yaz, is, uh, you had a tweet that basically summed up the entire series, which is basically again going, I really love the Earth. This is my second home. But Dan replying, well, then why the hell do you suck at protecting it? <laughs> That's the show. That's basically oh the show. It really is. tiring, but something about seeing Dan just rail on like, how bad um, Gen is at being an Ultraman. It's just yeah. endlessly amusing to me. Like I, It's hilarious. I originally got into it because, oh, it's a martial arts, you know, uh, Ultraman series. I'm like, you know what? Hey, cool, I'll watch that. And the first few episodes, I was like, all right, cool. He's like, you know, he's training and, you know, learning new moves to combat these, uh, these monsters. After a while, it starts being like, he's training, but nothing's, like, Nothing that he's learning is being used there. It's like Leo's ultimate weakness is sharp projectiles. Yeah. Because it gets him every episode. Freaking. Like, there was one time where he was uh, fighting this uh, monster that had three, like, had, like, uh, you know, he had, you know, blades for hands and he had, like, a blade <laughs> on his on his forehead or something, right? His head was a blade. So Everything about him was a blade. For some reason, I don't know how he did it, but Dan makes this machine that basically just like has three oh, yeah. swiping up and down, up and down, up and down. And he's it's in like, the gym, like just, you know, I don't know what he's doing really. He's just like trying to dodge, but like <laughs> away. and on the other side of the gym, there's a little boy like just trying to, you know, jump over the pummel horse. It's a very weird scene. But then it really is. But then, okay. He does his training. He's like, okay, I think I got the timing right. Or, or I he was saying, I can't get the time right, something like that. And then I think one of the other teachers, like, catches a stray blade with his hand. And is like, oh, I haven't done that since, like, I don't know, military or something like that. So the, oh, he does the butterfly reverse, yeah. yeah. And then it's like, and then the monster comes up and he's like, he's, he goes, he, you know, he transforms into Leo and he starts to fight him and he's trying to do the whole move thing, but it doesn't work. And he says, you know what? Screw it. I'm just going to catch this thing in midair, throw it at the monster. It, you know, goes straight into his face and he blows up. And it's like, you saw you make the guy it do it so once. Lame. You see the guy do it once. You didn't even try it. But then you. But I mean, you, you know, I mean, writing was, was a different thing back then. He has him. No, I, I understand. No, I love it. No, I love it. No. A common writer super one. I mean, if you guys remember, like, it's like right after he's trying to figure out how he transforms. So he does like a whole fight where he takes on like a hundred guys, and he still doesn't know how to transform. And then his master just comes up out of nowhere and just like sweeps the leg and knocks him over, and suddenly that triggers the transformation into super one. <laughs> and I remember watching that, and I'm just like, can he, that just be how he transforms for the rest of the series? Like, somebody has just has to trip him. <laughs> no, like like in Lion Maraji, remember how he transformed oh. in Lion Maraji? Yeah. Yeah. Say after me. Oh, Kadeo! <laughs> as like like as much as ridiculous as the show is, I just love the pure like just the Im- raw emotion of just like you know these two guys just like you know they're never seeing like they only see 
like they only agree at the end of the episode <laughs> when everything is you know said and done with. That's the only time where you see Dan smile, which is hilarious to me. <laughs> and um, I feel so bad for Dan in this show, though. I mean, you feel when you I take feel sad for Ken. Well, I feel bad because like man. when you take a step back and you look at this, I mean, this is the most depressing ultra show ever. I mean, because I mean, because it's like coming after like. Taro? Like, yeah, Taro, where, like, everything's been decimated. You have this ragtag science patrol with, like, who is constantly outgunned and people are getting killed off left and right. Seriously, it's not a spoiler. It's, there are no names for the supporting cast. <laughs> the science patrol members are getting um, killed off, like, every episode. <laughs> okay, so there, so he's sending these people to die on a regular basis. He can't transform into Ultra 7. I mean, the only, like, like respite he gets is that he maybe gets like a new capsule monster and it only shows up for an episode and then vanishes. Um, and then his only hope for saving the planet from like probably the worst monsters ever is this stupid hotshot idiot who can't <laughs> seem to do his stupid job and keeps wanting to get himself killed all the time. It's like a spin-off sitcom. Yeah, now wouldn't you be pissed off enough that you want to hop into a Jeep and run him down like the idiot that he is? Or he can do what he did the last episode that I saw which is, you know, drive him to a quarry, uh, tell him to stand, you know, a little bit over there, and just throw boomerangs at him for like 10 minutes. <laughs> if you can dodge a wrench or a boomerang. Yeah. Oh my yeah. Dodge a dodge. Yeah, that's, 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 that's ridiculous. Show. It's ridiculous, but I love it. I don't, something about it, it just has a charm that's just like, I, yeah. I don't care. Like, I, um, it's going to be a failure, Yeah, Mike, make, maybe care. you can medicate that feeling you have with the fact that it's not Dan's show anymore. Like, well, that he doesn't have Anne. I mean, oh, my God. I feel so bad for him for that. But but going from that, I mean, has anyone seen 80 yet? Nope. No, I was, I've, I've not I watched the finished first that. episode. But, guys, he came to us from a star. Shut up. It's one of my favorite themes, actually. 80 and Leo are two, one of my, two of my favorite Yeah, movies. it's the best. Yeah. I think 80 is the best author theme. I didn't know until I started, like, the show that, all, like, Leo was from a different planet than everybody else. Like, every yeah. other ultra. Yeah. Because yeah, he was he was a, he he was a distant cousin. Weird compared to the yeah, other. Well, just wait till you get to like the double flasher and all that stuff. Oh my goodness! <laughs> no, what I like about it <laughs> is how modernly it looks by its. I mean, because it was the Ultraman of the eighties, uh, you know, like the Walkman. Eighty has that problem that a lot of Ultra shows had. Like I think. Jack did this and uh, Ace did this. Taro was just all over the place, so we don't want to talk about that. But uh, Leo did this too, where it's like about 12 or so episodes in, 12, 20 episodes in, it completely ditches the premise. And because, yeah, like it completely, I won't spoil in what way, but it like it completely ditches its original premise and just like goes off and it's like let's just have wacky monster adventures it's just like they switch writers it feels like that. 80s still is a really fun show and uh i mean there's a reason that that's when they did the wrap-up episode for that and maybe it's that it was like one of my absolute favorites but which by the way it was really exciting because now you have ultraman leo and you have ultraman 80 and so when you finish those shows you can go right to their respective maybe episodes and have yeah. context yay context i'm looking forward to watching max more than i'm looking forward to watching Mabius. I've seen the first. I've seen the first few episodes, and I don't know. I, I kind of like it. And I've seen an episode. Max. I don't know what episode, but it was a future episode. I saw it randomly with a friend, and I don't know something about it just like really appealed to me. So I'm really interested to see it. What I find is that because uh, you think that like Max would be the perfect gateway show, but I find that more people 
or I guess this, this sounds so elitist to me, like more kind of casual <laughs> fans get into Ultra through maybe well, it, I mean, it depends on the they would with Max. I mean, Max was the anti-Nexus. That's one thing we need to, yeah. to take into account. Nexus was cut short because right. it was too dark and then we needed to do something like Max to, let's say, fix that. I don't, I don't know what there was to be fixed, but they had to fix it. Max yeah, was the mm-hmm. yeah. Max was I'd say the the Kabuto of Ultraman in the way that like because you know how like Kabuto came right after Hibiki and which was like so like different yeah. and controversial <laughs> and I feel like Kabuto is like kind of like the apology. It's like guys, guys, we're so sorry. Here, here's everything you liked about Fives, but shinier. Here, have but, fun with but, this but, one. Wait, wait, wait. And, totally bombed in every way. This is why I sent angry letters to Mike when I was when I first got into this fandom. Uh, just going on Kabuto real quick. I've always been so fascinated that uh, as high tech as the show looks, it is the second worst selling toy line in Common Rider history, next to only Hibiki. Was it? Oh, <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Which is a shame because that belt was so much fun. But yeah, but going back to it, I find that there are more hardcore fans that like Max more than Mabius, even though Mabius like really did a lot. I think Mabius is the best anniversary yeah, probably, show. Yeah, it is. Right, I would right. say so. That's yeah. Like, it did everything right, because it not only gave you enough of a story that allowed the characters to kind of flesh out on their own, it also built this new world, and then at the same time, like, re- like told you how awesome it was, but also expanded on it. Well, then that's probably that's probably why, why people... Uh get into Ultraman e- e- more easily through Mebius. I mean, Mebius is a sampler. Mebius and, and Max, and it's, yeah. a, it's a series you can enjoy by itself as well. While as Max, it's it's self-contained, mm. Max, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, Max is self-contained, yeah. but it's, they're so, it's so self-referential. It's weird, because, yeah, Seven shows up, the commander and one of the people working at the base is Hayata, and what's the girl from the original series? Fuji. Yeah, so they're both back, and if you haven't seen any Ultraman, you don't care. But me, I'm looking at them like, <laughs> is that what they And then the episode where Seven comes back, they just look at each other. And so I guess a non-fan would be like, why are these two old dudes <laughs> staring at each other on an escalator like this? The cool thing is that you have like classic directors coming back, like you have Shusuke Kaneko doing his episodes, which is the only time we will ever get Godzilla versus Gamera on screen. They had this quick scene because Shusuke Kaneko did both Gamera and Godzilla um, movies. Uh, this scene of these kids are in a sandbox, and they one's holding a Godzilla figure, one's holding Gamera, and they're like, "Go for it, Godzilla! No, Gamera, take him down!" And I'm like, "It's the closest <laughs> thing we're ever gonna get to like that on screen." So that was a nice. So far. Yeah. So th- there are all sorts of little Easter eggs spread out through Max, and while I do love Max, it's yeah, I feel like maybe it's just still kind of like it's more inclusive, I guess. Mm-hmm. Of, like the, the more inclusive shot of the two. It's it's a get, it's definitely a gateway show. Max gets weird in like the the twenties or something like that. Max gets really strange. Like there's the episode where uh, what's the, what's the main Kaito? character's name? I can't remember right now. Kaito is like in the mind of a dude writing the show. Ah, that was my first episode. He has to he has to write. I've heard about that. The monster. <laughs> and that's not even the same episode where there's a family. <laughs> watching Max on TV, and nobody says a thing <laughs> about it. Like, there's no alternate university, I mean, alternate <laughs> universe shenanigans. There's just a family, oh, Max is on, cool. And then they go have stuff happen, and Max fights a monster. 
And I'm like, are we not going to address this? That's pretty meta. What is well, going on? Yeah, I mean, because like the Man. one where he's in the mind of the guy writing it, um, I mean, that was... That episode's kind of sad because that was the last episode that Akiyuchi Soji ever did before he passed away. Way to bring it down. So way to tarnish his memory, Nick. No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's good. It's good. <laughs> but <laughs> I like it, but for like a new fan, it's yeah. weird. It really is. I mean, yeah, there's there's no way around it. Um, Akiyuchi Soji's um, for the for the uninitiated, if you want to call it that. God, I sound so least. Yeah, stop Damn it. doing it. I can't hey, help isn't, it. Isn't, um, isn't that episode the one that uh, Takashi Mika directed? No. The one he directed was the one with the three space cats, and and the one before that, the one with the monster that copies things. And then that ending, though, I'm like, oh, Mika, <laughs> I love you so much. Yeah, Mika did a great job with those two episodes. I wish he did more, but uh, yeah, I just hope that we can get more with Ultra. I guess that we can get like maybe Tiger Dinah. If we can get Gaia simulcast, I will be so happy because Tegan that's Dina. arguably one well, of those the best. Those have Johnny's uh, guys on leads. Uh, I don't know how license it would work. Uh, not Dinah. Not Dinah. Oh, because of residuals not and stuff? Dinah. Yeah. Dinah. Yeah. Dinah's just, not just Wait, oh, Dinah doesn't have Johnny. Yeah, yeah, that's right. He's not. He's not a Johnny's member. Hmm? Ah, oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. Sorry, yes. I, I really want to see Gaia, though. That's the one that uh, Chiaki Konako wrote, and... I, I've seen most of it raw, and it's, it's such a fantastic show. It's more, I guess, more serial than Ultraman's ever been. Yeah, it's so well done. <laughs> I'm totally serial. I'm sorry about that. I'm oh, sorry. It's my fault. Sorry. Okay, <laughs> Cooney, I'll get you back later. But yeah, it's just the, the effects in that show, the writing on that show. I feel like we'd probably end up getting Tiga and or Dinah before that, because like both of the shows have had subbed releases so just bringing those yeah, in that's I would love all it Dinah, would take. But I also, fingers crossed i love that more than tiga but i also feel like that's a show you can't really bring out before you bring tiga because it's a direct sequel yeah Dinah's gonna be such a hard sell too because they were still trying to transition in digital effects by that point so you'd have like those awkwardly like like composed shots of the of like the ships flying or it's the model <laughs> and it's just enlarging it as it comes towards that's the camera such a good show it, otherwise though the ending, man. Let's the not ending. talk about that. Let's not talk about that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, when you mentioned uh, Kaneko Shunsuke, well, Shunsuke Kaneko, I was sadly reminded that uh, on December 5th, uh, Goichi Kawakita passed away. And I think uh, it's That's in order right. for us to talk a bit about what he contributed for the Tokusatsu. Uh, we we really was, do need to talk about I I mean, oh I grew up watching 19th Godzilla and... He he's I mean he's the man behind my fascination with miniatures and with giant monsters. This man is what we what you can really call a wizard. I mean a, you know a movie wizard. It was it was mm. I don't know. I think he is invaluable what he's done for for the genre and for Japanese uh, movie making in general. Where I really appreciated him the mm. most was when he did a lot of stuff for commercials. Um, when I did, because I, I I'm the guy who did the write up for the Tokusatsu Network uh, entry on that, because um, he did a lot of really awesome toy commercials. The thing with him is he did a lot of uh, robot toy commercials. I mean, his first first ever was uh, one for the Deluxe Shogokin Grandizer, but. The thing that put him, I guess, on the map with uh, some fans is that he did the really awesome series of 1980, 1981 Gundam commercials, um, 
with the warning of Xeon's threatening mechanism, and it's like all these toys lined up in a hangar. I mean, these models are terrible. I mean, if, if you've ever seen one of those fully assembled, uh, the original 1980-1981 models, like no, like no posability at all whatsoever. The arms are just blocky joints. It's like you're assembling one of those like vinyl toys with no posability at all whatsoever. That's... Mm. I think with those models, they were just terrible. Yeah. It wasn't until years later they kind of perfected it. But um, he made them look like really just awesome and cinematic, like just aiming it at the like the right angle or lighting it a specific way. And it just looked gorgeous. Um, if you ever get a chance, uh, I'll link I'll, or make sure that uh, the article is linked in kind of the show notes for this episode, because um it's just a wonder to just kind of go through and look at these. I was able to see mm-hmm. him at uh, uh, G-Fest this year. Um, he was a guest, and he did talk about uh, a bit about his career and about his company. And he did show a bit. I, I'm, I'm thinking this new footage of um, some new toys that were coming out for, I think it was Gunhead. Yeah, because uh, Kotobunkiya put out the new model for Gunhead. Yeah, so he showed like a promotional video for it, and it definitely had a lot of those, you know, hanger um, scenes. Well, it was, it was pretty much all hangers. Yeah, but <laughs> it's um, Rick Seldup. up. I mean, it, yeah, I mean, it did look cool. Um, as far as his work in general, I've, I haven't seen too much of his stuff. I've seen his Godzilla stuff. Yeah, like. Violante. Yeah, but yeah, Violante. Really that good was movie. a really good movie. And Bizarre, but really good. Yeah, I think that's the hype, like the highlight of his, at least his Godzilla career for me. No, yeah, I agree. I think yeah. it's the best of, of all those nineties movies. I think Violante is the best. Yeah, that movie. I think if I'm going to show someone a Koichi Kawakita, Koichi Kawakita, like movie, that'd probably be one of them. Um, I've heard Gunhead is really cool. I really want to Gunhead has some pacing problems, but the the effect mm. sequences are pretty awesome. Um, and then he also did the okay. remember he also worked on the Caesar X movie, so that'd be another yeah. good one to show because Caesar X was pretty solid in terms of effects. He did he did the effects for all three. Of those yeah, movies. he did all three. Okay, because I've seen um, it's like a quarter of uh, Grand Caesar. Yeah, I thought that was really cool. Really it's, a, it's a really underrated show and highly recommended. Yeah. Um. So yeah, but. But yeah, like from hearing him talk, like hearing him talk at the like panel, he seems to really love what he does, you know. And you could see like he like he's been doing this all his life, and it's something that you know he loved to do. Mm-hmm. So you know, I can I can respect someone who's like into his craft and has been doing it for so long, you know. Mm. Yeah. yeah, so he and he will definitely be missed in that regard. Um, I mean, I do owe. When I remember writing that article, I will say that it was, and I mentioned this to you guys, it was probably the second hardest article I ever had to write because it was like, as I was going through and fact checking and I'm like realizing like, oh my God, he did this and this and this. And I'm like, I owe so much to that for like me wanting to get into filmmaking. It's because of a lot of that as I saw as a kid. I mean, as soon as I realized like he did that, the, the, that amazing G Gundam commercial where it's like limited movement, but it's just that badass music. Uh, again, I'm just going to link to all this stuff in the show notes. But Wait, there's one more thing. Godzilla. Yeah, what about... Oh, no. well, I didn't want to talk oh. about that oh, yeah. at all whatsoever. I'm sorry, guys. It's well, just, just too much. It's just too much. Okay, fine. We can okay. talk about Godzilla. Godzilla. There was a Western Godzilla movie. Which Godzilla? Perhaps you saw it. 
Now there's going to be now there's going to be a new Japanese Godzilla movie. Because Toho's like, oh yeah, we want some of that money yes. too. I wonder what's going yeah. to happen though. I'm excited. Yeah, because the American one was, uh, was a, <laughs> a bit lot of people said that. Opinion. That's very interesting. Was a bit small. Have you seen oh, okay. the '90s Godzilla? That dude was pretty fat. No, but he was like, like you know, like. Are, are we talking like? Are we talking like fat as in like legitimate fat, like oversized fat? Or are we talking like <laughs> fat with a ph in front of it? No, like tubby. <laughs> I mean, this Godzilla looked tubby. The '90s Godzilla, though, he looked like he did leg day too much. Well, he's forty years old. I mean, get cut him a break. <laughs> You he see how you fought, look in 50. Come on. He hasn't him. fought a monster <laughs> yeah, in mean, the years. He drags yeah. himself out of the ocean. He's like, oh, I'm getting too old for this. Uh. I will. Uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, with that, it's. <laughs> I remember going to see that on opening day. I don't know if anyone else had like a similar experience where it was like, at, well, first when he showed up, it's like everyone stood up and applauded. Um, but. Really? Well, they didn't stand up and applaud it, but like as soon as when he made his entrance, everyone just freaked out at my theater. Mm-hmm. Mind you, I saw it like the night before at anime convention, so it was a geek audience. So I'm guessing yeah, that might have something to do yeah. with it. Um, Most definitely. Yeah, I didn't know we're such nerds, but the, <laughs> but I think the moment that got everyone like up out of their seat was uh, like hollering almost was uh, the of atomic course, breath. Man. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, did anyone else have like a similar moment where just everyone just lost it? Like everybody. Well, I guess this is a spoiler if someone, if people haven't seen it. Yeah. But as soon as like, I mean, the the shot goes from Godzilla to Aaron Taylor Johnson. (laughs) Boring. Whatever his name. We don't care about him. Nobody liked him. Yeah. (laughs) Unimportant human. Unimportant human. Yeah. Yeah. But it's. Focuses on him, and then you see like just blue, like glow, hey, yeah. like this glow, and it's coming from the opposite side of the screen, and everybody in my theater just like, oh, yeah, that, that's the vowel. Back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everybody pretty much just they they forgot how to talk, and it just went to like just single letters. But um, yeah. yeah, everybody just you just hear everybody just go, oh crap. I'm actually really glad they saved that until much later in the yeah. movie. Because the older the people in Mass Theater yeah. really loved it. And everybody just clapped and cheered as soon as you saw him use it. Mm-hmm. Especially, I think it was the second time he used it. Oh, yeah. Everybody yeah, let's not spoil it. the application of it specifically. But I, that no, was, no, I, I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but that was but really like good. This, no, but I mean, it's like, I mean, the application of it, for example, it's so, so mental so out of this world you you go back to being a kid watching the movie on tv i yeah. mean that's what i felt uh, that's exactly mm-hmm. what i felt i mean and and when when nia says yeah, that i lost it well the people lost it is really that you were like i mean you're watching it in all seriousness i'm 29 years old and i'm like oh yeah. it, it was, was fantastic i mean even the cinema sins guy have yeah you seen i just watched it Godzilla? no He's like, he okay, actually, that was cool. He actually, <laughs> the first time he appears and roars, he actually took three scenes away from them. Oh, I saw that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a really fantastic thing to, about uh, uh, Godzilla that I loved. Um, the scene where uh, the, the, the two mutos, the one presents the atomic bomb to the other one as a gift, and you almost, <laughs> I mean, you actually feel emotion yeah. for these monsters. Like, uh, oh, they, they love each I other. I know, they're in love. They just Too bad mate. Godzilla exists. It was like, like an awe moment, wasn't it? <laughs> Still a better love story than Twilight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> no, we're not. We're we still doing that. Okay, that, that's the that's the last one ever. We're that's we're done it, because Twilight's over with now. Go sit in the corner. Yeah, I also love the scene where where Godzilla has fallen and um he he when he falls down he locks eyes with Aaron Taylor Johnson and and they kind of exchange this look like yeah and it sucks doesn't it <laughs> yeah i understand like rough day at work kind of kind of it kind of looked like Godzilla was saying dude you see the crap i know that Oh my god! Okay, yeah. Oh my gosh, Godzilla! I'm oh, just hoping man. that the new one uh, A is awesome and B will not have a crappy lead character like this one kind of did. Mm-hmm. I mean, does any did anybody really like him? I mean, did anyone really like him at all whatsoever? Let's be honest. I, said, I didn't um, hate him. Well, people, people no. just stopped. I mean, paying attention to humans once was dead. I think that was that's what happened. Oh, okay. oh, great, great spoiling. I'll bleep it. I'll totally Everybody bleep it. Everybody knows oh, this. Shit. It's the first <laughs> act happening. It's not a spoiler. But, but do, do bleep it. Do bleep it, please. Don't that cut it. Just bleep it. Okay. <laughs> you have to live with your mistake, Cooney. Anyway. Um, okay, so let's move um, on from that. Uh, wait, oh, wait. Yeah, I say oh, because we're kind of pressed for time. Um, yeah, All so right, let's move on from that. Sorry, Yaz. I'll make it up to you later. Uh, I'll just say Godzilla game. I'm happy yes, Godzilla's back. Oh, personally. my God. I hope that game's awesome. Say, can we just have a game where we play as the Super X? I just, I just want to have that. Uh, that would moment. be nice, actually. <laughs> That'd be a I dream. Thought of that. Yeah. yeah, but okay. Well, actually, we could use that to transition to stuff to look forward to because that's going to be coming out next year for America. <laughs> so, that but the uh, oh my goodness, yeah, because we've got that coming out. Um, G Ranger is coming out next year. We're gonna have that on DVD, guys. <sighs> I am. We're going to have it legally cover. available. Like, With a ghastly, ghastly design of a cover. What do you think about the cover, guys? I don't like it. The only thing I don't like That's about it is exactly. just the Super Sentai I, I logo. Tweeted, That's it. I tweeted to them that they need to put the, they need to put the Japanese, the V logo on there. Yeah, that's yes. beautiful. Somebody that's made a mock up of it and it was it was wonderful. I would also really have uh, I, I don't know if there's a contractual obligation with Saban or something like that to not show the suits very large, but showing them in their civilian forms rather than their uh transformed forms. I could yeah. understand why. I I honestly can understand why because it's probably cuz like product confusion. Because the thing is, if they, because I'm sure what's going to happen is, you'll, if they did that, you'd have that one person who would be I like, "I want to see the oh. Power Rangers." It's like I want to see some Power Rangers, not some Japanese people. Oh my God, I'm going to be all upset and log about this on my Facebook. Blah 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 blah. blah, blah. Yeah, because that's who's that, going to. Because because that because that's totally what they sound like. That that's regional and stereotypical. That's regional. We mean no disrespect for people. Yeah, it was. From the South. I'm I'm from the South. The Tokusatsu Network means no disrespect to anyone of any culture at all whatsoever. Uh, we, we mean total disrespect. No, you should see how how, how multicultural we are. Mm. We, we, we would be first season of NPR. <laughs> you have no idea. Grey's Anatomy <laughs> doesn't have shit on us. Pretty Five much. Teenagers. With <laughs> teenagers. That's my story and I'm sticking to it. <laughs> like 20 years ago. Teenagers. <laughs> oh my god. By the way, the listeners may not may not care. But uh, right now we're doing this through Skype. You should see the drama that's going on with the chat. Oh, oh my god! <laughs> I'm, I'm not even seeing that. <laughs> no, no, you're gonna be good. Check it out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> 
Gallagher is okay. I sure yeah, am looking which forward. I'm totally cutting um, out. Um, George, we were so uh, happy to have you back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Give us your thoughts on. Um, well, I mean, let's let's have yeah. you be the first to, to give us your predictions for next year. The hell, yeah. I just got back. Oh, wait, wait, wait. wait, wait. We no, we're not doing yet? predictions yet. No, don't spoil <laughs> that. We're not doing predictions yet. We haven't gotten through it. <laughs> God, God damn it. Oh, <laughs> don't make me pull my, my Spanish accent. Don't make me do it. He's going full Spanish, people. We are a critical mass. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. Oh, my God. No. Sofia Vergara hasn't wow. shit on me. <laughs> Because to start with, she's not Mexican. Okay. <clears throat> Moderate. So, all right. So, yeah. I know. Or my lack thereof. People, everyone, please buy this Z-Ranger set. Um, don't be a jerk and oh, try yes, to rip please, it. Because, I mean, it's been all but confirmed that, like, if this does well, we could be getting legally available Die Ranger. And I would like to, I, for one, being that get poor kid who had to save up his money and blow, like, $40 to get, like, two tapes... And I'm going to slap you. Um, so to like, you know, to be that kid who had to like throw money at like a, you know, bootleg convention dealer and get like tapes with like badly Xerox covers, you know, and everything like that. It would be nice to have that on my shelf. It'd be great to have. Oh it would be one. It would be wonderful. Yeah. I mean, because then we get to go with the natural progression of it. But uh, going from that um, next year is going to be like the year of Garo, I would say. I mean, yeah, two TV to? shows, a bunch of movies. Oh my god! Well, because I mean, uh, Gar the Animation, which if you've not seen it, I highly recommend you watch it. It's it comes off as like every, it's yeah, show. it's for those people who are like, man, I wonder if they did a Garo prequel other than Japan somewhere outside of Japan, and for everybody older, well, there you go. That's what this show is. It's set in Europe or weird Spain. Like, Par- weird, weird Spain, Spain. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is that a, a, is that one of, weird Spain? Yeah, it's a it's a fantastic show, and Map has done such a great job as an animation studio on this. I've seen like the first six or so episodes, and I think it's it's very it's a rather unique looking show, and I'm glad for that because a lot of anime is starting to look the same. Um, it really is. I was so, really surprised they they got uh, Hiroyuki Takai to do the character designs. Mm. What has he done? You know the guy, uh, Shami King. King. Yeah. Who? Yeah, yeah. He oh, he, uh, he did the character designs for the show. So that struck me as like mm-hmm. a really big name. Um, and then now we're getting a second season, and the movie has been greenlit. So I'm really excited about that because it's a nice little alternative. But the thing I noticed about Garo is that you often tend to forget that it's like going on. Yeah. Well, especially in like within the wake of Gaim, you kind of forgot that like the flower of Makai yeah. was still going on, which was a really good show in its own right. I re- um the Flower of Makai with um Koga and uh Kaoru's son. Yeah. Like that show yeah. was fan- like I thought it was great. How does it like compare to like the first two or three? Well, I'll put it this way, it's better than Shines. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Shut your mouth right now. Oh my wow. There's fogs are flying around. Mike is like the ultimate troll. I hate you. It felt fun to me. It felt like a lot more fun to me as a show. I mean, especially the, the horror movie episode. I don't know if anyone saw that. Because it was the one where it's like they're referencing all these American horror movies and they do this straight up parody of 28 Days Later. 
Like the. I didn't get that. Oh god. Okay. Okay. Everyone, uh, homework assignment. You're gonna go out. You're gonna f- find a way to watch Flower of Mackay, and you're gonna love it. End of story. Yeah, like, anyway, um, here, but yeah, get on to you for saying that 28 yeah, Days yeah. Later was a what was an American horror film. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. I well. Uh, um, you're really losing. Tom, Tom, if you're listening to this, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, and we love you. Don't worry, I'll make sure to. Hello, I, I know. I'm probably. I'm, I'm gonna get. Yeah, I'm gonna get shot in the face either way. There's like 21 guns waiting for me when you're playing Left 4 Dead next yeah, time. That's worth waiting. Um, he told me if I. He told me if I don't watch Garbo, he's gonna do the same thing to me. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> oh wow. <laughs> oh Tom, we love you. There's the Flower of Mackay movie. There's the spinoff from that. There's the opera that's coming out. No, you should have seen the editing room when the, the you know, the Garo <laughs> Thanksgiving event just uh, was over. And then, yeah, when was so much the, fun. the news were coming and coming. And then we, lo- we actually lost count of how many announcements <laughs> there were. We had to confirm it like three, four times before making the, the post. I don't know if you remember, but I do it remember. Crazy. It was chaos. It was. Oh, and then remember when the comics came down because that got leaked out. Mm-hmm. So now there are three Garo comics coming out now, and then one of them by the guy who is the artist for Shin Mazinger Zero. Which, if you have not read that, beautiful art, beautiful um, art. a beautiful, hyper art, and it they couldn't have found a better guy. And the fact that it's full color is what blows me away. Vertical ink. If you're listening to this, please, please license the <laughs> Garo comic. Oh my goodness. Um, and then, kind of going from that, um, I guess, let's Yay. see. Then there's the new Sentai, of course. That looks there's really the, nice. Yeah, our, our wonderful Nin 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 Anything's better oh, than Tokyo, honestly. Goggle 5 is oh better than Tokyo, because at least it does something. <laughs> <laughs> let me share, you, let me share hey. with you something. I mean, I have shared it with you guys a number of times, I think. Tom has as well. But uh, talking about the, the Showa versus Heisei movie, going back a bit. They had the Tokyo cameo. Uh-oh. And that cameo took place, of course, before the series started. And that was... Um, it's such a strange experience for us because those of you who have seen the movie after it was released, no, wait, it's not the Tokyo we have we are seeing in the series. That's exactly right. Personalities but are even different. What mm-hmm. what happened? I mean, the bizarre thing is that Tom and I saw. I mean, yeah, Tom and I saw it before Tokyo came out, and it just was such a hype for us because it has this Carringer feel. We were just so looking forward to see this goofy senseless uh, kind of sentai and it turned out to be more generic than you would expect it was it was really if not disappointing underwhelming because uh, i mean it was just a, such a beautiful promise on film field the the Tokyo we saw against what we uh, got and i think that an experience must have been different for for those of you who have seen it uh, seen the cameo afterwards what do you think? I mean, I mean, having the experience. Yeah, because watching that movie was just it was it was yeah. I mean, I remember watching that moment and thinking of what you had said. You're like, it's the second coming of Car Ranger, and I'm like, whoa, there, easy on the <laughs> throttle, no pun intended. Um, and I I had a lot of fun with that. But then I remember going to the show. The show had me for a little while, 
And I just found myself like the priority kept like shifting less and less. So with Curiger, it was like Curiger was top priority. Like Wizard was just sort of like whatever. But then when it became Curiger Gaim, it's like, okay, now everything has to stop. But now finally, it's like when you got to Tokiger, it's like Tokiger's great. But then Gaim after it, after a while, the focus started shifting. I'm like, okay, if I miss Tokiger, <laughs> life will go on. But as long as I don't miss Gaim, mm. I cannot miss Gaim. Do you think it would have been different if it hadn't aired alongside Gaim? Do you think people would have done? I I think Kobayashi. The, the best thing is that Kobayashi can really string a plot together, and if you've been following it recently, it's actually gotten really good. Uh, but it took yeah, very good. But it took a long time for it to get really good. There's a there's kind that, of a, that's a, the thing. Yeah, it, she's good at slow burns. Look at like Time Ranger for crying out loud. Absolutely, and the characters in both Time Ranger and this are fantastic. Last time we recorded, I was talking about how unenthusiastic I was about the show. And um, by this point, I'm actually such a huge fan of the show, and I I love it so much. Um, I I don't know what it is about the show, but it's one of those shows where I can watch the fillers and still be really engrossed with what's going on. I'm watching it as well, and I'm not loving it necessarily, but it's not as bad as it was like. Yeah, in the beginning, like it's gotten. I think it's, it's, it's kind of matured. It, it, it was a good but that's what you mean, right? Shut your mouth! <laughs> you know what? Hold on. Some of our listeners will, will want to fight, fight you. you for that. I think. <laughs> no, I know. Okay. I know. Speaking of those, George, speaking George, of Ghost Ager, they're going to be headed by George. Speaking of Ghost Ager, um, so I have this t- little term I use called my uh, comfy Uh-oh. sentai, which is basically a show I can watch and feel good, even feel good about, even if it's not like high art. And I really think Tokyuja is going to replace Gosager as my comfy sentai. So we can start talking smack about it again? Okay, cool, guys. The countdown is on. <laughs> uh, well, see, and it, see that, like with Gosager, it's like, and this is the thing, because like I, after going through it, I actually liked it. But I, I the problems I had with Gosager was it was that reverse where it's like the team won me over. The villains won me over. It's just the mech design is just horrible, though. And... I think that's the, the case with Tokyo where the cast won me over. Like red took a little bit to kind of, I was a little worried, a little worried about him in the beginning, but the villains looked the be- like the best looking villains I've ever seen. Um, I would say to date, uh, the team was like just a blast. The cast was great. The mechanical design was just so uh, like to their credit, yeah, it's, it's really difficult it's to so take a bunch of trains and, and things in a in, in a cylinder shape and turn them into a robot. You, you have to be able to transform these things into a. Yeah. But transformers you break them up, man. Tra- transformers does it does it so so well. Out. I mean, the J- it's not fair. It's not fair. Of course, I can. I'm a brick. I'm, I'm playing it. I'm playing the transformers. Card. Three. They only had one train combiner, if I remember, and that was in Car Robot, or. Yeah. Uh, no, they've had a no, they've had a couple. They Did had they? six train in uh, Where? yeah, but six was, train in uh, headmasters. But it was not entirely made of trains, was it? It was. Hence the name six train. It is six trains combining into one robot, Cooney. Shut up! Don't talk down, Cooney. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking the ones from Car Robot or, or what was it, Robots in Disguise? Eddie here. Where they had the three Shinkansen trains. Yeah. Yeah, JRX. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. This is the most hostile podcast. No, but I mean, I, I see what Mike means. I mean, have you seen Tokyo Rainbow, the toy? It's an abomination. 
<laughs> it's oh, an absolute abomination. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That thing is hideous. It's worse than G uh, than uh, Engine OG twelve, and that's saying something. Is that the one that's like with every freaking train ever made in the show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's horrible. It's the most disproportionate piece Holy of junk you've ever seen. It looks good in the show, though. That's the thing. It looks yeah, good yeah, in yeah, the yeah. show because it's proportionate. But then when you see the toy, no, it's it like. A hunk of black plastic. <laughs> well, that's why you go for the candy toys, because the candy toys are a lot more fulfilling. Even that one is bad, man. Oh, yeah. I've good seen po- reviews. It's so horrible. The, the guy by the name of, um, or that's not his name, but like uh, Leon Channel on YouTube doing one, like just to kind of see like what it would happen is he, t- he literally takes every train in the line of Tokyo and combines them. With to- yeah, he likes to make monsters. Yeah, yeah. So he yeah. called it the Delusion Rainbow. That's <laughs> 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 another thing I'll have to link in the notes. Hey, uh, side note, side note. Did anybody ever watch his uh, Kyoto Yuji chocolate specials? <laughs> I have. I have. Yeah, this poor guy. This, this poor guy. Really nice because he goes to these him. chocolates and he's. He, it's just like this descent into madness as he's trying to find these like specific <laughs> things. Again, stuff we'll have to link in. But with Nin Ninja, I feel like when I discussed this with a couple people a while back, with, when I was talking about GoBusters, um, the impression we had was that somebody at Plex woke the hell up, you know, with that design. And so I honestly want to say that with Nin Ninja because as silly as it looks, I mean, yes, we're getting a UFO, but. The, everything else so far has looked like a lot of fun. No, and the robot mechanic is really fresh. It's I clever. Mean, it's, I mean, you have seen it. It's it's a Mikoshi. I don't know what I don't know if you guys know what a Mikoshi is. It's that little mini shrine that you see at festivals, going all the men like carrying it, going wash, oh. wash, wash, wash. That's the the, the idea. Yeah. And the, the the elephant and the UFO and the other one they are called uh, something something mm. Maru. They're supposed to be like Furai Maru in Hurricane Jet. Just a small robot that. You know, like sat on it, so it's, it's sort of like enshrined uh-huh. into the shrine, and that forms the robot. I think that's a very interesting mechanic. That and the fact that you can, uh, the the dragon and the the red one. What is it? What is it? I, Those can change places. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. No, I can't wait for that. That well, that's gonna be yeah, so I mean, much that fun. That looks really interesting. Yeah. So I can't wait to see that the suit of that thing. I mean, have they? Yeah, they haven't announced the staff for that yet, have they? Just a producer. Um, somebody oh, said that Sakamoto was directing the first and there episode. there is this... Aha, uh-huh, yeah, it's really... Yeah, he's, uh, he's directing that. that rumor that Sakamoto's going to um, Yeah, we're still trying to verify things on that front. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's from that one person yeah, on 2 that one guy. So. <laughs> if, it's, if it's on 2chan, it must <laughs> be know, true. The, no, it's, a, well, it's two, the one guy. That, you know, the guy who... Yeah, our guy, our guy, our 2 chan guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's uh, he he's confirmed that uh, at least for the pilot, uh, Koichi Sakamoto's doing that, and that uh, Naomi Takebe is producing. Okay, so fingers crossed. Please be awesome. So, I really want to know who the writer's going to be, though. If it's Toshiki in a way, I'm going to be so happy. <laughs> well, my thing I, is, I think <laughs> it's probably going to be another comedy, and if it's another comedy, I want someone like Arakawa or uh, oh, I forget his name, but the guy who wrote the Ticket Kun DVD. Special oh, that for was Kofinger. amazing. Yes, I want. One of those to write okay. Ninja. So let's see. Going off of that, um, yeah, this New Year is going to be crazy. I mean, I, I mean, it won't be as massive, I would say. I mean, now we've got the the Gaim side story coming and all that stuff. But who's excited about the new Pretty Cure? No, we're not talking about Pretty oh, Cure. The, uh, oh, 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 guys, guys, new, <laughs> new, new Ultraman movie. Forgetting about that. 
Ah, yes, yes, yes. The new Ultraman movie with, with the cameos. Yeah, yeah. With all the yeah, like brothers. the ten. Hey, Ultraman. Uh, yeah, it's equal well, because I want to say like as much as I would love to get, ramble about that, we are approaching the two hour mark, and I don't want to like kill myself in post. Maybe, sort of. Unless we want to split this up. Mike and post. <laughs> Just keep talking. There are ways, my friend. <laughs> I want to believe. We're on fire. I want to believe. No. Um, yeah, I guess we can ramble about that pretty quick. Um, so, yeah. Oh, yeah, because okay, we didn't really talk about Genga as much. But, um, yeah, we got the new movie. It's going to be another sort of universal bridge type thing because Zero is coming back and Tiga is coming back and Dinah coming back and Cosmos. Um, Dinah's, his yeah. actor's coming. Yeah. Although, I, I will say this, though, like, the movies with Cosmos in it have made me like that show a lot more than I initially did. Because it's, I mean, to be fair, when I, that show first came out, I was in the midst of my weeaboo phase. <laughs> so Japan had to be like dark and serious all the time. Grim and edgy for grim and edgy people like myself. Exactly. That was that was my weeaboo phase. So I was like, oh, Cosmos is going to be a nonviolent ultra. Uh, forget that. I'm gonna go watch Live Man for the third time in a row. <laughs> hey, Live Man is amazing. Screw you. Well, no, I'm not. I'm not saying that to it's diss really it, but yeah, show. like that was like that was me when I'm like, oh, Comrade Black is so dramatic all the time. You don't even understand. I've only saw five episodes. <laughs> <laughs> I like Zio. That's my answer to that statement. Common Rider Zio. Orange Zero. Yeah, the fool. Conveniently, it's now a review. On <laughs> oh, oh yeah, yeah, I did just put that out. <laughs> Forgot. Yes, it is. Guacamole. Oh, right. victory looks cool. This is about all again, I Nick? have to say about Ginga. With Ginga S, there have been a couple episodes that uh, I love that are really comedy heavy. And I just keep thinking, if this was a year-long show, that's the sort of uh, episode we'd get more often. And I think Ginga would be one of my favorites if that was well, the case. Well, now that we've had no, no, I guess you season. have to specify Ginga S because Ginga is something we want to forget. Ginga about. S, yeah, Ginga S. Like, there, there's one episode where it's basically a huge homage to uh, Zubat. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. I saw all images of that. <laughs> Yay, <laughs> Zubat! <laughs> Good times with, with Zubat. <laughs> Our favorite show ever. You I was guys. listening to it yesterday and we made such an effort. <laughs> we were, oh man, we tried so hard. <laughs> we, God, we, God, we were such gluttons for punishment. I hope that with this, at least now, like Bandai will. Or I guess Bandai and both uh, well, that and Subarai will both feel confident enough that they can go forward with the full series. Because, you mean, when you look back, I mean, Ratsudan was kind of the safety net. So it's like, we can, so it's like, okay, within this, we can take a break, kind of recoup, and then come back. And then mm-hmm. if it doesn't work, then we can just do more clip shows. So hopefully this next <laughs> thing will be kind of a branch off yeah. of that. Fingers crossed. If not, Subarai, please call me. I have like three pitches <laughs> that I could like throw at you, maybe. Kind of, sort of. <laughs> so, um, all right. So now it is time for us to go to the, the the grand conclusion of this that we've been looking forward to, for or I've been looking forward to, just to hear everyone's input on this. Um, predictions for the new year as we go as we go forward. So we've we've all kind of pulled our resources together to come up with uh, our clever and and one hundred percent professional 
<laughs> insight into what will happen to the fandom for the next year. So uh, let's say I'm just going to pick someone at random for this one. Um, Cooney, what is your prediction for 2015? Oh, um, <laughs> I just, I love you so much. No, my mind is racing <laughs> right now trying to come up with um, Oh, okay. Well, okay. No, yeah, well yeah, then yeah, let's yeah, go with, please. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Then in that case, let's go, let's go with uh, George. Cause you had probably the best one to date. <clears throat> Saban Brands and Disney will face off in a heated legal battle after the former heir Cigarro anime as a boys' action show under the title Knights of the Old Republic. Some will be quick to defend Saban, but most will just say, from my point of view, Saban Brands are evil. Uh, <laughs> just remember that all, uh, now that the new movies are coming out, all the expanded universe is non-canon. We, can, we actually can use that, that uh, little title. Cooney, you're killing the joke, man. <laughs> Cooney, be such, you a, me? So he's such a bus killer. No, okay. We're countrymen, man. So I had to kill someone else. Sorry. Oh, <laughs> okay. Well, okay. I got one. Um, all right. So, I, I, well, I've got one and then I'll, uh, one that I'll end with. Um, okay. So kind of going by, by trends, uh, I, I predict that the NRA uh, will announce that as part of their first ever youth ambassador uh, gun safety awareness program, uh, they will reach out to Power Rangers Dino Charge as their first ever <laughs> mascots for their campaign. It will not end well for anyone. <laughs> Are they going to do the dance? Oh, God. Oh, my God. oh yeah. That, that, that's, how they, that, that's where the accidents happen. Yeah, that's how it happens. See, um, um, I totally want to see a, a group of NRI guys doing the, uh, the, the, the uh, Kyoruju dance. <laughs> All right, so Kevin, what, what is your prediction um, for the new year? I predict there will still not be a new Akiba Ranger series because Yuji Tasaki is working on Drive and uh, Naruhisa Arakawa is working on Ori Twin Tail. So, well, that's yeah, when we're going to play it over, safe. Huh? Um, no, uh, my prediction <laughs> for the new year is that um, uh, Ninja, uh, I predict we're going to need a Shinkenja crossover. Ooh. Let's see who else wants to throw in. Yaz, do you have a fun one that you want to throw in here? Yes, I do. I predict that Common Rider Drive will come out with a new brand of products called Hyper Drive <laughs> Shampoo. And this will be for those hard days at work where you've been fighting fires and crap in your ultra heavy metal <laughs> suit all day. And, you know, once you take off that helmet, you have the supplementary mist spray. Just spray it on your face and then you just refresh. Like, it's just like a brand new It's day. exactly Every what you think you it is. Wait a minute. What's up? Ryoma Kagawa did that in the 90s. Yes, but they're going to perfect it for Drive because, you know, as you can see from the Drive you know, branding the shampoo will actually talk to you while you're There's also going to be a Wind Spectre Drive team up. I would love that. Okay. Okay. Oh, here, let's see. Here's, here's another prediction. Um, so, <clears throat> as part of a way to kind of bring Common Rider to the world of racing, um, Drive will announce a new series of uh, tire Kokon toys to kind of like throw onto it. So the first one's going to be from Bridgestone Tires, but they'll retract it right away because of the fact that the tires <laughs> keep bursting into flames when the kids keep them out of the box. That's pretty dark, dark man. It's very dark. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. I mean, I have a prediction People died. Uh, there is going to be a spike in the use of tires as lynching devices, uh, commonly known as neck lacing. 
Oh my God. Wow, that took a dark turn. Oh. Oh. What is wrong with these people? <laughs> Cooney, oh my God. What the heck is going on right now? No, actually, the first time I saw Drive, happy. I thought, I don't know, that necklacing jokes are going to come. And then nobody did it. I was actually disappointed. <laughs> Maybe people aren't evil. Okay. Okay. <laughs> you okay, were disappointed okay, in look, humanity see, uh, for not going there. Oh my far. God. Nick, you got anything? Oh, yeah. I got to bring one back to America, though. I predict that in 2015, Lionsgate will announce that they have the licenses for Pacific Rim, King Kong, Godzilla, and Power Rangers because they're about to do a giant crossover movie called Super Mega Toku Hyper Crossover, and suddenly, America becomes Japan right before our eyes. (laughs) Special guest star Gundam. Nick, are you reading from fan fiction? No, it's true. They do have the licenses, and that's what I want to happen. My dad works for Nintendo. He totally said it was true. <laughs> oh, God. All right. But they do have right, the licenses. Okay, so, so here's they the... are making those oh, independent movies. And now they, they, they can. Really are, properly. Yeah. If they want that Marvel I don't know money. why they wouldn't. Legendary confirmed for uh, the next to- for the American Toho. Okay. Then let me wrap this up with my, my final one. Last but not least. Uh, one word. One hashtag. Tokugate. Because it's all about, because it's really about ethics and spandex. You know what? No. Don't even talk like that. <laughs> okay. That was we lame, man. Yeah, that was really on the we kick Mike out. Yeah, no, cut that out. Cut <laughs> that out. No. If you have some sex scandal to, to, to you know, back it up, then that's it would have been something else. Well, you know, there was that one time in Rio with me and Minami Sakui and, like, you know. Mike is working on it. One, yeah, no, I, I, no. I wanted to. I wanted to dream. Nope. I wanted to dream. Okay, look, guys, 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 marry no, me, no, damn it! No, shut up! 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 No, look, okay, so I predict in the year 2015, Tokunet will meet a fast downfall after it's discovered that we're really a male prostitution ring with Paula as our head. <laughs> Wouldn't that just be the plot to like? Yeah, no, that's that's the basic premise of Playgirl. It's like she's she's like the head of it, and we're all like pr- like Don't prostitutes slash like prostitutes slash secret agents. I'm sorry, what? Pro- Why is that your dream? I got issues. I got issues. Final thoughts as we as we leave 2014 and go to 2015. Everybody, stop Whoa. updating Farmville, yes. Dude, I need that last group of crops. I'm just saying. You <laughs> just send me okay. a basket of roses, okay? <laughs> okay. George! I'm George, for the love of God! What's up? Okay. Yo, what's up? Talk to me. One-on-one, come on, let's go. It's what? weird when you ask <laughs> okay. George to save the day. I can't trust anybody to save the day. No, no. George, final thoughts of 2014. Final thoughts on 2014? Uh, it's been a pretty cool year. Uh, Tokusatsu Network was a thing that happened, obviously. Uh, you know, I made a lot of really cool friends t- thanks to the Tokunet. Um, you know, I'm not balding anymore thanks to the Tokunet. I- I've lost a lot of weight thanks to the Tokunet. You know, in general, I've become a happier person thanks to the Tokunet. And it can all be yours for three easy payments of $37.89. Call Can now! Operators are standing by. Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. The Tokunet is something that has helped me um, be more uh, confident about myself. I use the Tokunet all the time. I use it when I watch TV. I use it in the shower. 
I use it when I even even when going to 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 work on the train, you can wear it and nobody notices. This is how you get that quality reporting. This is this is what's behind that professional setup we use. No, I mean, this has gone downhill since we started predicting. These so. are the idiots that you're reading. This really has, but it's wonderful. Okay, Nick. Uh, well, I was about to be serious, but I guess if everybody's being facetious. But no, really. Look, Toku's awesome. Tokunet is awesome. <laughs> Ultraman's awesome. And we're going to keep getting more. That's awesome. Godzilla's awesome. You're awesome. I'm awesome. Let's keep being awesome. That is so zen. That's perfect. Call like now and you'll that. get an awesome with your token it. Oh, <laughs> awesome is gonna weigh out, uh, outweigh Bitcoin in 2015. No, uh, anyway, um, <laughs> Kevin, um, anything else I you want to say? I'm a little bit serious here <laughs> on, on this. Um, I've said time and time again to these guys. I actually have worked in news before, and I've t- told these guys, "Wow, you guys are actually talking like a real." news crew so i'm really impressed with the hard work you guys uh to our uh readers and our listeners out there thank you for supporting us over the last year uh it has been a fantastic year for tokusatsu there have been so many things with it coming to the west you know things that we've talked about tonight uh and uh your support of us and of the companies that that develop the tokusatsu means that they are far more likely to bring uh tokusatsu uh, to the West in the future. So thank you for your support, and we look forward to supporting you in the future with the latest news in Tokusatsu. Thank you very much. Woot woot. All right. Cool. Well, then I will throw in that. I love you guys so much. You're all wonderful. Never leave me again. No, but, but in all seriousness. <laughs> but. But no, but seriously, um, this has been a, like, a wonderful year, thanks to you guys. So. Or you've made this year something all kinds of memorable and all kinds of fantastic. So let's keep the action going in 2015 as we wait for Marty McFly to arrive. Oh, it's next year, yeah. Who's Marty McFly? Whoa. Yeah, we'll, we'll do that for everybody. Did you just ask that, Nick? No, seriously. Let me just add. Let me just add uh, to what Kevin said in all seriousness again. And well, the interviews Uh-oh. we have been able to get has been because people have seen the site, people have seen that we are serious, but people have seen that the site does have a readership. So for that, I would like to thank the the readers that have made uh, possible as well that we have gotten these interviews. There are more interviews coming. Absolutely. Uh, oh, all kinds of interviews. All coming. kinds of interviews of all kinds of people. Really big names coming next year, so just stay tuned. But yeah, just building on what everybody else has said, like this is um, about Tokenet. This is an idea that we had a little bit around this time last year, and it was just a kernel of an idea where it's like we just want to do something that's our own. And it's been a year, and it's something that we've been able to share with you know the fandom with some with people who like the same things that we like and it's been it's been an amazing experience and i can't wait to see what happens next year not just like as far as tokenet goes like but as tokusatsu in general for the next year and with movies going out until like freaking 2018 or whatever like we have it's like 
you can almost say it's kind of a golden age of tokusatsu, like both in Japan and in the West. Maybe more so in the West because there's all this Godzilla stuff. But yeah, it's, it's yeah, it's just a great time to be a tokusatsu fan, and I just want to thank everybody who's read our site, everybody who's like clicked on our links or has listened to our podcasts. Like this, this could have been done without all of you. So thank you. Thank you so much, guys, for coming out on this wonderful night and indulging in some podcasting fun. Have a fantastic holiday, and we look forward to seeing you in the next year. Exactly. So everybody, make sure that you are checking us out uh, on the site over tokusatsunetwork.com. Also, we are on Twitter at the TokuNet. We're also on Facebook, on Tumblr. We're in your living room right now, wondering why the hell you're not doing your homework. Breathing on the back of your neck. Those are nice Christmas tree lights. We're in your shower. If you really ask us nightly, we might even shovel your walk for you. But, uh, <laughs> oh, thank you. Mike, 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 Anyway, so. Uh, you forgot the forums, you dumbass. I was going to get to the forums. <laughs> I got distracted. <laughs> George. We would like you gotta to be give such us a buzzkill. <laughs> <laughs> we paid good money for that license, okay. man. All right. uh, also, yeah. folks, uh, okay, cutting all that out. All right, so <laughs> everyone, also go to the forums over at forums.tokusatsunetwork.com. Awesome things are happening there as well. So please go, be active, meet other cool people, maybe have romantic encounters. No, you can't have romantic encounters. No, but we, we, we there. do no. appreciate the feedback. I think the forum is the ideal place for us, uh, for you people to give us feedback uh, in regards of the site, in regards of the podcast, in regards of the YouTube content. Uh, we also would like to thank you in, um, in, on behalf of the people who weren't present in this podcast, Paula, Tom, uh, Mike, uh, oh, sorry, Michael, Greg, etc., etc. Uh, they would like to thank you, and they also love you as we do. Uh, coming up next, uh, the sound of absolute silence. Feliz Navidad and Prospero Año Nuevo. Yes. Guys, stop speaking in code. I can't understand you. Oh my god. That's racist, Mike. (laughs) (laughs) Aren't we all racist? Aren't we we all? No. no. (laughs) Really not.